Hey guys, thank you so much for joining me today for another episode of the Power to Pivot podcast. I am so excited because I am joined by one of my favorite people in the world, the unicorn herself, Miss Jen Smith. Jen, how are you? Hi, how are you? Thank you so very much for having me. I'm so grateful for the opportunity. I'm so glad you're here. Um, We have so much to talk about, um, but the first thing I want to start with is uniquely me llc oh yes what a what a wonderful ride it has been that's tell, sure. tell me well first of all the products are great the products are beautiful um you. delicious um what what do we have what have you created for us well let me start by saying um sometimes the most difficult things turn out to be the best things possible so um, no matter where you are in life and no matter what you're doing, regardless of what your circumstances are, it's never the final point. So um, let's just say I took something that could have been really bad and I turned it into something absolutely amazing. Um, back in March, I was let go from a position um, and, and I was very upset over it. However, it forced me to do something that I've been dreaming of doing for quite a long time, um, helping people, healing them. Uh, making their lives better, making their quality of life better. So I decided to put everything I had into a lotion, believe it or not. And um, here's my lotion here. And- CBD lotion, which smells delicious. Amazing. I don't, don't eat it, but. <laughs> so, so it tastes like absolute crap, but I mean, yeah, it's don't eat amazing. It. it smells fantastic. <laughs> that one is lavender and frankincense. And Um, For years, I dealt with a lot of pain, not only physical pain, but emotional pain, emotional trauma that will manifest to real pain. It just uh, stored emotion will cause pain. I didn't know this um, for years, and I allowed doctors to give me prescription medications, pill after pill after pill after pill. I was up to over 500 pills a month, narcotics, and 90 patches of fentanyl, and going nowhere, and I was still in pain. So um, I knew there was a better way. I I just didn't know what it was. I knew eventually I would figure it out. And then, you know, over the years, I went on to do medical marijuana and things like that. And and medical marijuana is great. Don't get me wrong. I'm a card holder, but THC doesn't work for everything. It just doesn't. Um, THC is one molecule, one cannabinol, and it only can do so many things. So I did some research and I found out that CBD full spectrum comes from hemp and it happens to be one of the best things on the planet for your body. You have an endocannabinoid system. We all have it. We're born with it. Animals have it. Every living being has this. So it's your system to help you heal. When we take medications, it kind of ruins that system and it doesn't allow our bodies to actually do what it does naturally. So I just figured out the quote unquote hack and, um, I found a way to get rid of my pain, not only my emotional pain, but my physical pain too. Um, and this lotion is really great because there's not only, you know, minimal ingredients and no toxins or anything, but within 30 seconds of having pain anywhere, and you know yourself that you put it on within 30 seconds, the pain is gone. No chemicals, no toxins. It doesn't hurt you. It doesn't take anything away from your quality of life. It's not going to harm you later on. And I feel that every person on this planet deserves that. They deserve that chance to live a, a life that's healthy and happy and, and without you know, the possibility of harming themselves because they're trying to just get relief from something. Mm-hmm. You know? So um, 
so yeah, I made I made the lotion and then well of course I, I really love candy. So um I had to have gummy bears too. Gummy bears. And of course these ones are marshmallow because marshmallow is my favorite. Well, I'm a unicorn and I like magical things. So, you know, and then here's strawberry watermelon. Which is, the, that's the one I think I tried and it's delicious. It's, it's really good. It's super good. Um, so, you know, I, I've created all of these products to, to make the lives of people better. Unfortunately, there's such a stigma on um, CBD and hemp that it's garbage, that it doesn't do anything for you. But that's just what the government wants you to think. Because if you actually knew and understood and had the knowledge that this stuff actually did help you, you wouldn't be so sick because so, then you wouldn't be taking a toxin. So I guess let's jump there. My the Sky is joining us right now. Um, puppy is trying to jump into Yay. the podcast with us. <laughs> but um, so um, let's jump into that because you know, I, there's a lot of information out there and not all of it's correct. Right. Um, people hear the term hemp or CBD, mm-hmm. they all, it, it's assumed that it's all the same. And as you've already right. said, it's not. it's not. So no. can you walk us through like the difference between hemp versus full spectrum CBD versus THC? Because sure. they're, they're very different. 100% hemp, right? Hemp and marijuana are the same plant. Think of it as, as just the subspecies. So you have pine trees, right? But you have blue spruce and you have, you know, evergreen and you have all of these different types. Well, marijuana and hemp are like sisters, brothers and sisters, same family, except hemp only has 0.3% THC in it. It doesn't have a very high content. Marijuana does. It has the highest content of THC that you can find, all strains, whether it's an indica, sativa, whatever. Now, hemp has its own strains too, indica sativas, and and it just has a very minimal content. When you pull out the cannabinols, that's full spectrum CBD. That's what it. That's what hemp produces. With that, there are over 128 different cannabinols, 24 of them being THC. So it's not like you're not getting THC. You're just getting all of his friends plus a little bit of him. Delta nine, eight, ten. They're all in the same family in, in, of cannabinols. It's just that they're in very low doses and they're all in the full spectrum. So um, to be able to do what I'm doing, I call the isolates, which is isolating a single compound or cannabinol within the full spectrum. So I pull out um, CBG and CBD, but I also use full spectrum also um, because using a higher amount of certain cannabinols will give you a certain effect or a desired um, outcome, so to speak. Um, CBG happens to be what they call the mother of all cannabinols. It is the main cannabinol that is transferred into many different ones. It can grow into different ones. Um, CBG is much better than CBD, in my opinion, because it does so much more than what CBD can do. Um, CBD is very good for anti-inflammatory properties. It's really good for antispasmodics, which is like seizure activities, things like that. If you have restless legs, things like that, but it doesn't help everybody. And in high amounts of CBD, it can actually cause anxiety, which isn't always good because people are trying to get relief from those things. Um, The problem being is 90% of the stuff on the market doesn't have enough CBD in it or product in it for you to actually get relief. They're just trying to make money. I have decided against all of that, 
do I want to make money? Yeah, we all do. We need it to survive. However, I still want people to have that relief. They, they deserve it. So I just pack a whole bunch into these tiny little tins and, and it works. And that's why people actually get relief. And that's why people think it's garbage because when they're buying these things, they're promised relief, they're promised all of these things, but they're lied to. And the companies are only doing that so that they can make money. That's, that's really all it boils down to. They don't care about the people. And, and that's what's wrong with the world today. We need to have a little bit more care and understanding. Everybody out there, you could be standing next to somebody that is just about ready to fall apart and you wouldn't even know it. And, and I think people need to, to catch sight of that again, you know? It's and, definitely an important call out. Um, and it, it's kind of come up on the last couple of episodes that right. we've had, like just that need to, to come back to each other yeah. and that understanding and recognition that you don't know where that person next to you is at in their lives yeah. and take it from the standpoint of they're doing the best that they can with what they have in the moment we all are um that's not to say that we have to stay in that space but compassion goes a long way empathy goes a long way and being able to to share experiences or just help each other through it and yeah. we don't we don't have to it doesn't mean we're going to be besties right it doesn't no. mean it doesn't even mean that you necessarily need to kind of share everything about what's going on sometimes mm -hmm. it's just a smile being a little bit more patient right. um a kind word yeah it, it a really long way for most people or or give candy out which is yeah. one of the things that you have always done <laughs> yeah it always um, makes people smile I, I have found that uh, a kind smile and a piece of candy go a long way. Sweets, sweets have always been the way to anybody's heart and I don't really care who it is, but there's not one person on this planet. If you see a unicorn walk up to you and hand you a piece of candy, you wouldn't take it. I know lots of people that do. <laughs> that was, I think one of the first things I remember when I first met you, and you walked up to me and you're like, hey, you want a piece of candy? And I don't think we've ever had ever had a conversation prior. You I just were, so. had the warmest smile in the world and this bright personality. And you were just like, hey, and there you were. And um, that energy is so part of what we're talking about, right? Like you wouldn't have known if I was going through anything nope. that day, but it it brightened my moment you know, yep. to get those, I think it was probably Swedish fish or something. It was it gummy was, something. <laughs> your favorite. And yes. um, Sour Patch Kids. And I believe they were either the watermelon or the tropical. You, you definitely got me hooked on the tropical punch ones for yeah. sure. <laughs> um, they are very good. Um, sometimes too good. But anyway, so how did you, so I, I know you said you did a bunch of research. Yeah. Um, where did you go? How did you validate that research to know like this is this is the real deal and not the crap that everybody else is saying is real? Because right. you know you could go to the internet and Wikipedia whatever you want today, but it yeah. doesn't necessarily kids out there trust me it doesn't necessarily mean it's it is right. what they say it is. I mean right now um you know just to touch on this for a second and I, I hope you don't mind I'm deviating. No, that's um, okay. The issue out there right now, and I'm a big, big advocate for this, is fentanyl's killing people. One person every 11 minutes. And um, 
you know, it's really sad because most of these people are all poisoned. They don't want to die. And I think that there are, excuse me. Yeah, take your time. <clears throat> now I got a tickle in my throat. <clears> throat> Damn it. Yeah, right. Yeah, I just need a second. Um, you know, and it's quite emotional for me because I was on fentanyl for a long time. And um, I'm sorry, Elizabeth. No, you're fine. The fact of the matter is I almost lost my life three times. And it, it literally chokes me up thinking about it because my son found me once and I almost died. And I'm really tired. Oh God, I didn't want to cry. I'm really tired. Well, <coughs> dying. It's a serious matter. It it's is. serious business. And you know, I didn't want to cry. Um, it's a serious thing because people don't even realize it's happening. They don't care. Big pharma is behind a lot of it. The government's behind a lot of it. People are dying every 11 minutes and they don't deserve that. They don't. And they don't deserve to have their lives destroyed. I was on 220 micrograms of fentanyl every other day. I was plowed. And, you know, to think that just to think that people are dying just to get relief is absolutely horrendous and I want to stop it I, I, I have to stop it because nobody else cares enough to and I know I know the medications out there are great for certain things but it, it's it's not great when people are just trying to get relief and they're dying over it they don't deserve that so you know I I, I just I wanted to make that known because the people out there that are looking for relief they're going out there on the streets looking for xanax or whatever else and they're dying and they shouldn't have to and if i could deviate them to take a piece of candy literally just a piece of candy get a little relief i i would rather give that to people than the death sentence that the pharmaceutical companies are handing out to them so i'm sorry i, I didn't mean to go off on you there but I think it's it's really important that people know that and understand that it's more about um, pharmaceutical companies and, and them suppressing all this information and not for your protection either. They don't care about you. If there was actually help in healthcare, there would be cures, but there's no money in a cure. And that's why I'm doing what I'm doing because people like you, people like me, have had pain and suffering, whatever it may be. It might have been a broken ankle or, or, a, or a knee or, or a surgery or whatever. They give you pills and then you're sentenced to possibly death just because you didn't want to suffer. How is that fair? It's just not fair. And, and I don't, I, I, I don't know. It just means a lot to me to have people understand that there are things out there that work. It doesn't have to be a poison. Or, or a chemical that, that's going to end your life. You know what I mean? So I'm sorry, what was the question again? Um, we were talking about research and the research process, but yeah. don't so, hang on one second for me because the dog is trying to chew a water bottle. Hold on. Okay. <laughs> Good. 
Hey guys, it's Liz here from March 4th Media Company, and the biggest lesson that I have ever learned is that at any given moment, you can always choose again. And trust me, I learned this lesson the hard way, and I'm inviting you in to join me in my book, This Is Where You Pivot, The Shift From Fear to Freedom, as I'm sharing with you how I arrived at this lesson. I'm opening up about my life, overcoming a toxic and abusive marriage, navigating years of career, health, and family issues that kept me feeling so stuck, lost, and alone, sharing stories through my own trauma that kept me paralyzed in fear for so long. And most importantly, I'm going to show you how I found a way out. You too can find the strength within you to overcome any obstacle in your life. So head on over to amazon.com or find it on thisiswhereyoupivot.com today and order your copy of This Is Where You Pivot, The Shift From Fear to Freedom. Remember, you are never stuck, you are never lost, and you are never alone. At any given moment, you can use your power to pivot, make a new choice, and start again. Now we know how to fix it though. Um, It's so funny because our oldest dog, she just turned seven the other day and she at one point figured out how to open a plastic water bottle. Oh, perfect. So she like puts it on its side and she holds the one. It's funny. She holds the one hand, one with the paw and then like bites the cap off. She's like, I'm going to get this. She taught the other one how to do it. And now it's like, okay, they're telling, I I get it. You're thirsty. Okay. Here's some water. But like, I am kind of proud of them while at the same time being completely mortified because I don't want them to hurt themselves. (laughs) They don't don't know any better. Exactly. Um, So I apologize for that. No, no need to apologize at all. Um, Yeah. The research process. So this is something that kind of drives me batty um, is that we... Well, tech is amazing and wonderful and has done beautiful things for us. Yes. Um, it has like information overload central is out there. You right. can basically post whatever you want and say right. whatever without, you want. Without repercussion. Yeah. And it may or right. may not be factual. And in something right. like this, you know, you want to make sure that you do your due diligence and validate that research. Oh, um yeah. So how did you go about that research process? And because um, I would imagine it involves a lot of questions. Oh, yeah, um, definitely. So what um, was your process like? For me, um, before I even started making this for other people, for myself only, I'm, I'm a little bit more liberal with, with my testings for myself, I guess you could say, when I'm dealing with me versus other people. Um, so I happened to have a few friends that were in the hemp company in the hemp business, just like I decided to get into. And they had a lot of different connections within that company, you know, within for concentrates, for vapes, for flour, for all of these different things. Um, it's really hard when you get on the internet trying to find a reputable source. Um, even, even just those sources, you don't know where they're sourcing from. That's another thing. When you're buying products from any company, I'm not only the manufacturer, but I'm the retailer, the wholesaler, the inventor, the creator, everything. I literally do everything from beginning to end. It's me. Well, my husband too. But regardless of that, when you buy it from a company, most of the time they're resellers. They're not someone who's created that product and then is selling it to you. So you just don't know because if they went out say you go to a festival, okay, and you go to a tent and they're selling vapes and all kinds of stuff. You have no idea where they came from. 
that they were sourced from, who they were got from. Most people just don't check it. And then when they end up having being sick or worried or something, something happens, you can't find that person because they're not a reputable thing. And that's what happens most of the time for those sources. So luckily for me, I was in a position that I had a friend of mine that had a really reputable source for these products. And I used them for myself first. And then what I did was I did a whole bunch more research online with different companies that I knew of because before you even get into something like this, you're going to want to join the quote unquote community, right? So I started going to festivals and talking to other people that have hemp companies and say, what are you doing? What are you buying? Where are you sourcing it from? Because again, there's so much stuff out there and you just don't know if it's really legit. And even if you do buy it, when you get it, is it what they say it is? Because mm -hmm. a lot of stuff doesn't come with paperwork. So Again, um, my a, a good friend of mine, he was getting a lot of his things from the Amish down in Lancaster, Pennsylvania. Now, the Amish don't exactly follow rules and regulations the way that most other people do. They kind of live by their own rules. Um, so I tested all of those products out on myself before I went and obviously offered them to anybody else. But when I first started, that's how I did it. I went and I found a source that I knew people have used. I just didn't use them personally. Um, and, and I made sure that it was a product that was safe and secure. And then once I started to be able to market to regular people, I went with a company out in Oregon. It's called Biopharma, GVB. And they're really good. They work with some amazing companies to make some amazing products. And they send me paperwork. So I have um, a QR code that anybody can scan at any point in time. So if they're concerned with what the ingredients are or where they were sourced from, I have batch numbers and everything else that keep it legal and safe for everybody. Because the last thing I want to ever do is harm anybody in any way. Because again, I've, I've been, you know, through the mill with everything that I've been with, you know, with medical problems and medications and everything else. So the last thing I want to do is harm somebody else. So I made sure that the company that I was going with serves a lot of different hemp companies within the community. So I knew it was safe, but you have to find somebody that you trust to be able to find that information too. Because unfortunately, like I said, if you go to a festival and you want to get into this business and you just ask some Joshmo in a tent, that's not exactly going to get you the reliable information that you want. And just skimming the internet isn't really going to give it to you either. It's always been my practice that if you want the information, you go to the people that already have it, that you know have it, and get it from them, basically from the source. That's a huge a great tip right there like just you got to build trust with your suppliers you got to know who you're working with that's one of the beautiful things about small businesses we we can do that yes. um and i know that when we somebody goes to your website and emails you they're gonna get you they get me. um you know someone who's knowledgeable about the product um right. and has their best interest at heart and that's it's huge like just yeah. to be able because that's how as the consumer you can share your story um yes. you know you can sympathize empathize have compassion for them and meet them in the moment to understand and that's a, just such an important part of business like i I, I don't i mean obviously we're in a world where we have big business um but there is something to be said about that human connection in business yes. and there's a way to do it with technology like i can go to your website and place an order sure yeah. but 
I still want to know that there's a person at the other end of that order. Yes. Um, I want to know that I matter as a person to you yes. placing that order. Right. And, and not just a number. That's what's so cold and callous about so much anymore. Nobody actually cares. And, and, and I, I hate to say that, but this is the cold reality that most of the time when you're ordering something, the other person on the other end does not give a crap about you. They care about that money. I, on the other hand, am not like that. And you know that personally, that I care more about the human spirit than the money itself, because I've always been a big believer. And if you take care of people, people will take care of you. And I've always lived by that and I've not been wrong yet. So um, I just do my best to put that you know, forward that people, if they, if they have questions, contact me, call me, reach out to me, email me, get me on Facebook, get me on Twitter, get me on, it doesn't even matter, TikTok, whatever. I will be more than happy to listen to anybody, no matter what their story is. I will take an hour, two hours, whatever it takes to help them feel better because they deserve it. We all do. And I think that's where it needs to come back. People, people need to understand that if you want something, you have to give. It's a give and take. This is not all about me, all about me, all about me. There are other people with needs in this world. It's not always about you. And, you know, once you get to that position and you start caring about other people, you know, it, it puts you in a different perspective because then you actually realize and understand that, you know, other people out there are suffering maybe more than you not to diminish anybody's suffering or trauma in any manner. However, there are times when people have suffered more than you, um, regardless of how you feel. Because I know if somebody, let me, let me just give an example. If somebody breaks a leg and they've never broken a bone ever before in their entire life, that is going to be the worst pain that they have ever felt, right? But if somebody was in a car, in a, in a uh, plane crash and they broke every bone from their neck down, they're in way more pain. Trauma is trauma, regardless. It's still pain because it's the worst pain that that person has ever felt. So you cannot compare your trauma to somebody else's trauma because it is the worst pain that they've ever felt. They don't know any worse. Oh, so that's a big call out right there. That's, that's something that people need to understand that your trauma is not invalid. It's just not the same, but it may be just as bad as what they suffered. So I think that perspective needs to be brought into place too, because I think that gives people a little bit different of a perspective and understanding of maybe what other people are dealing with. Mm. We're going to pause right there for a minute. Um, we'll be right back with Jen Smith uh, from Uniquely Made LLC. Um, stay tuned. Hey guys, it's Liz here from March 4th Media Company, and I want to share my book, The Journey to Healing, Love Yourself with you. And, and I start with this, a question for you. How long is it going to take to realize that your life matters and that all of those dreams that you desire for yourself can actually become a reality? Are you willing to see yourself, your most authentic self, in a, a different, more confident, more positive way? It is time, and it starts with loving yourself enough to take the journey. And in this book, I am sharing what happened for me after I decided to make that choice to change my own life, choosing to love myself enough to step into that new direction that ultimately led to healing, happiness, and peace. So in the journey to healing, love yourself. I am going to have a frank and honest conversation with you. We're going to, for a very long time, I felt lost, stuck, and alone in my own life. 
I'm going to share examples from my own life with you through the pain and the trauma that kept me there. Ultimately, we're going to discuss topics like how to find acceptance for who you are and your current situation, no matter where you are on your journey. We're going to talk about listening and trusting your intuition. And that took me a really long time to understand, even when I wasn't even sure what that sounded like. We're going to talk about boundaries. What are they? How to set them? How to uphold them in your life? And we talk about spirituality, the energy that surrounds us, and learning to forgive yourself and others. Every chapter of the book begins with some love letters, sometimes one, sometimes two, from me to you. Plus, you'll find a section of reflection questions so that you can get started on your own journey, along with a section of you being able to write your own love letters to yourself. Remember, you're never stuck, you're never lost, and you're never alone at any given moment you can pivot towards something better for yourself and you deserve that. Love yourself and join me along for the journey to healing. You can pick up a copy of the journey to healing, love yourself. It's available on Amazon on paperback and Kindle versions. You can also find it on Barnes and Noble as well as lulu.com or reach out to me online and I would be happy to send you a copy. That's the journey to healing, love yourself and back to the episode. And we are back with the awesome Jen Smith. Jen, how are you? Still doing okay? Yes, perfect. Okay, awesome. So we- Better now, not so choked up. It it can be difficult, you know, and and that's the last thing I wanted to do was like cough and cry on this podcast. But unfortunately, sometimes emotions get overwhelming. Yeah, no, that's totally fine. Um, It's, we touch on some pretty- important and deep topics. Um, I appreciate you being vulnerable in front of everybody. Um, not to put you on the spot there. <laughs> Thanks. Um, before the break, we started to talk about a topic that is extremely important. Um, and that is this concept of your trauma is not my trauma. Um, so we all, we all go through stuff, but yeah. it's, um, it's really easy to judge somebody else and go, well, I don't understand. So to share from my experience, right? So what I had gone through was a very long, traumatic, abusive relationship. And I remember people going, why don't you just leave? Why don't, why don't you just do this? Why don't you just do that? And I had so many people tell me, um, try to tell me what to do, um, and get mad at me because I wasn't ready. I wasn't at that point where I could listen and understand. And I didn't see, I was so stuck in my own fear and, you know, the 12 steps ahead, all I needed to do was make one next step. Um, but unfortunately I lost a lot of people in my life as a result of that. Um, and people look at that and go, well, all you had to do was leave. How traumatic was that? And but sometimes walking away can be more traumatic. See, people don't understand about any kind of abuse. Um, you don't even realize that you're being abused because it's something you become accustomed to. It's something you are brainwashed, so to speak, into. So you don't even realize that it's abuse until you are able to walk away. But you have to come to that point everything's at divine time. I always say not your time, my time, divine time. 
everything has a purpose and everything has a reason. If you wouldn't have done, if you wouldn't have been in the situation you were in for as long as you were in, you wouldn't have the knowledge and the ability to help other people. I understand that people want to always prevent bad things from happening, but a lot of bad things must happen for other things to happen. And I have understanding of that too. Just like I was sexually abused at the age of two and verbally, physically, mentally, spiritually abused up until the point I was 17 and I left. But I had to go through that pain and suffering and everything that I went through to be able to understand what other people feel. I have a real big issue with therapists nowadays because they read a book and they think they know everything. I'm sorry, but you reading a book does not tell you how it felt when I was being abused. It did not tell you, it doesn't tell you that emotional state and you can't possibly comprehend it. And it really bothers me that they think that they can. So being able to, to have that experience regardless of how horrible or horrific it was, it gave you the opportunity and the ability and the understanding empathy to be able to help other people that were in that same situation as you that didn't have the key to unlock the prison that you were in. So although, as tragic as it may be, or one may think, tragedy can always be turned into something most magnificent. Absolutely. Um, and that's really the, the reminder and the call out. You get to, you get to choose yes. how you wanna see it. Um, okay. And we've, it, it's not a quick process, right. but once you make that choice, you right. can absolutely get yourself to a point where you can feel grateful for that experience because you can see all the things that you've gained from it right. that were a million times more amazing than if you had not. Right. Um, and who that makes, it shapes you in a way that you could never imagine. Um, but I think it's, it's really important like to, to just help people understand, like we don't have to judge each other. Like no, you and I have gone through similar but different experiences and like I just because I have not mirrored a hundred percent exactly your trauma right that doesn't minimize mine or you'll make no. yours more important absolutely. um but we can learn from each other absolutely all trauma is valid no matter how small it may seem to you or to somebody else all of it is valid every bit of it nobody deserves trauma Nobody deserves abuse. Nobody deserves that kind of um, treatment. However, we live in a society where broken people break people and there's more broken people out there than anything else. I have come to understand in my short 41 or two years, however long I've been on this planet. 29, that's the magic number. Perfect. <laughs> Ask my daughter how old I am. You're 29, mom. <laughs> I like it. I'll take it. Um, they, they have to understand that people can only give what's inside of them. And if they hold anger, frustration, anxiety, pain, and all of those negative feelings, there's no possibility for them to be able to share hope, love, empathy, and sympathy because they just don't have it for themselves. So it's something like I, I always equate it to, uh, okay, let's go with a cup, okay? You have to fill your cup first before you can overspill and help other people, correct? That's what mm -hmm. they tell you. Well, when you're full of bad things, how can you possibly overrun with good for somebody else? You can't. So you need to empty those feelings and be able to deal with the demons to be able to empty all of those negativities out of your cup 
to be able to refill it with the positive hope and love because you can't possibly live a positive life with a negative experience or a negative mindset. So, um, you know, that's that's something that people really need to understand. And, and the fact of the matter is we're all broken. And it's just a matter of how you put those pieces back together. You know, the Japanese have a really awesome way of doing things. When things break, they put them back together with gold, not just to make it shiny, but it's stronger than it once was. So not only is it more beautiful and shiny, but it is much better than it could have ever been when it, before it was even broken. So it just shows you that broken things can be so much more magnificent even after they're broken, as long as you put your pieces back together with gold or something shiny. Ooh, I like that. Put them back together with something shiny and gold. Yes, yes. Um, if you don't mind sharing with us for a moment, sure. what was your pivot point? Like when was there a point where you were like, I need to change this now. And if I don't, like life's not gonna happen for me. Well, I, I can, there are a few points in my life where I can stop and say, you know, this has been a life changer. This has been a pivotal place in my life because I not all, I'm a unicorn for many reasons and you wouldn't be able to tell just by looking at me, but I have a rare disease that only 97 on, people on this planet have. I've had 37 surgeries, including brain surgery. I spent 15 years of my life in a hospital and I know more about blood work and tests than most people. Um, and, and, and I think a pivot, the biggest point in my life uh, was probably around July of 2012. And at that point in time, I was taking over 500 pills of narcotics and 220 micrograms of fentanyl every other day. Um, I was taking morphine and Oxycontin and I was taking Dilaudid and I was taking fentanyl and morphine and I was taking Somas and Xanax and Valium and I was taking all of these pills plus fentanyl and still functioning, which was quite scary. Um, but you know, it, I was to the point where I was almost out of pills. I think I had two left that day. And my favorite combination was five Oxy 30s and five Somas, 350 milligrams. And I'd take them just in a shot. I would take pills more times than I'd actually eat food. And I woke up one morning and I had, everybody says they hear this little voice. I had never heard the little voice before, but this little voice came in my head and it said, you can't do this anymore. And I'm like, hey, little voice, I'm intrigued. You've got my attention, piqued my interest. What are you talking about? Little voice said to me, you have too much work to do and you do not have time for this. You're going to die if you don't do something. Now, you have numerous amounts of years, you know, to play and whatever when you're young. You only have a few short years when you get older to actually make things right. I said, okay, little voice. <laughs> so what do you suggest we do? Well, you're going to run out of pills real quick. I said, yeah. And then you know what I can do? I can just call an ambulance. They'll take me right down to the ER and I'll get another script of boxes and I'll be on my way. And the little voice said, but how many times are you going to do that? How many? You're going to go and you're going to get more pills and you're going to be right back in the same exact spot as where you are right now next month. And then what are you going to do? You're going to do it again. Get off the crazy Ferris wheel. Get off. The roller coaster isn't worth it. It's just not. You have, there's a better life out there. And the little voice is telling me this and I'm going, yeah, but um, I'm not sure about that better life. And I said, it's going to suck if I have to come off all these pills. But the little voice told me, but you know exactly how to do and you know what to do. I said, yeah, you're right. I said, okay. Okay, little voice. 
this is going to be hell. And the little voice said to me, but it's going to be worth it. At this point, I was 265 pounds and I was sick, mentally, physically, emotionally, spiritually sick. I was just sick. And I called my doctor and I said, I'm not coming back. And they said, you have to. I said, no, I don't. I said, I'm going to stop taking these pills. And they said, you can't. I said, watch me. I went and I picked up my last month's prescriptions and I weaned myself off of everything. They told me I had to go to rehab. And I said, no, I don't. I'm not going to rehab. I tried that and they told me I was going to take away my family and my friends and everything for at least two weeks to six months and I wouldn't see them and I said no because when somebody is coming off of those things they need family they need love they need support not to be in a facility where they can't have any of that where it's sterile and people that they don't even know broken people and I'm not saying that broken people are bad I'm just saying that broken people and broken people don't get to heal people so you need to be around healed people to get healing so I said okay here we go I went and I weaned myself off of every medication. I started with fentanyl and I went all the way down until I got to the last pills that I had, which were Valium. And I knew that the Valium would help with any kind of withdrawal or problems that I was having. So I got down to, like I said, them. And in June, um, November 12th of 2012 is when I joined the gym. Hmm, go figure. The night before on November 11th, they told my husband, I'm going to be in a bikini by summer. And he said, okay. Now, mind you, I was 265 pounds and summer was just a few months away. And I was like, yeah, well, I'm damn determined. So I'm going to do it. He's like, okay, honey. But he also knows that I'm very stubborn. And when I tell you I'm going to do something, I'm going to do it regardless of if you think that I can or if I can't. I'm going to prove you wrong and take pictures. So what did I do? I went to the gym and I spent five minutes there. And then I came home and I cried. And I said, I can't do this. And the little voice said, yes, you can. Yes, you can. Pick yourself up and get your ass back to that gym. I'm like, but I can't do this. I was sick. I was so sick. I went back to the gym. I spent another 10 minutes and I came home and I cried again. But I went back the next day and I signed up for a year and I didn't give up until I was up to six hours a day. And if you guys go back from my Facebook, you can see, I'll even give you some photos or whatever if they want to go back and look. I was big. And then I actually got big because I lost 120 pounds and built 65 pounds of muscle in less than five years. And I did it myself without pills or magic potions, lotions, creams. It didn't even matter. It was just pure determination and will because I knew that I deserved better, but I also knew that a whole lot of other people deserve better too. And I knew that there was something bigger planned for me. I, I've always known that. And I just knew that I had a lot more work to do and it wasn't going to get done with me being strung out on drugs. So I stopped going to doctors because doctors are the ones that put me in that position in the first place. I healed myself. I got myself better. And then I started taking care of me. And then once I knew that my mind was solid, I started taking care of other people because they deserve the same exact thing that I got, which is healing. We all deserve it. So that's exactly what I'm doing. I'm going to heal this planet. I'm going to heal this planet and save everybody from themselves. And it's going to be either one bag of candy or one tin of lotion at a time, but I'm going to do it because I know I can. That's awesome. That's amazing. Thank you for sharing all that. It's not mm -hmm. easy, but it, it's, um, so many things there, like the determination, the choice. It wasn't like a, a like, yeah, maybe I will. It was like, no, I have to, I must, I am, I'm doing this come hell or high water. And it's just one next step at a time. Like we don't have to move mountains in a minute, No, but you got to start pushing somewhere. Like you got to yeah. take that first step to make that change. We are and all given a life. We are not given a perfect life, but we are all given a life and we all have choices. So it's up to you to either make it a good life or a bad life, but nobody's going to give it to you. 
So if you want something, go after it because there's nobody going to hand it to you and there's nobody going to stop you if you're determined, focused and convicted in what you're doing. You'll find the support that you need. I never thought that I had support um, and until and, and I started actually doing what I'm doing now. And I have had more people come out to support me than anything else. And it's because it's not about me anymore. It's not about me. It has nothing to do with me. It's about everybody else and trying to make this place a better place to live because I want to leave it at least 10% better than the way I found it. And I'm not going to do that if I'm drugged out. And it had to be a choice for the betterment of humanity, basically, not, not for the betterment, obviously the betterment of myself. But where would everybody be right now if I wasn't doing what I'm doing? If I was still strung out on drugs, these products wouldn't be here for the people to be able to utilize because they need it. Healthcare is broken, the systems are broken, and there's people broken. And broken people are treating broken, broken people. Like I said, you can't get that from broken. You need to have a healed person to heal you. That's why we have healers, not doctors, because doctors only create more problems in my mind. Now, if you're in a, you know, if you're in a car accident or something like that, and you need medical care, hey, you know what? There's some amazing doctors out there. You need surgery. There's some amazing doctors out there. But when it becomes emotional and things like that, society needs to take a step back and look because they've put mental health on the back burner for way too long. And that's why I'm here. I got to I gotta help ease the mental suffering. Yeah. Somebody do it. And yeah. it's important to remember it because you, you talked about emptying that cup to refill it with the, the light, right? Um, I want to make the call out too that letting yourself take that step where you're facing the crap. Yeah. It sucks. It does. But it's worth it. Like, and people may be listening and going, what? Like, how is that even possible? It, you have to feel it to heal it. I, yes. I say that a lot. You have yes. to feel the pain. You have to feel the, just all that anger and emotion and sadness you have to grieve for what you've been through and as you go through that grieving process you're also kind of you're grieving a loss of that old self that you have for because you you're make you're creating an identity for where you are in that moment yes. you're kind of grieving the loss of that identity as you're creating a new one for yourself um and so as we do go through that grieving process, it's hard. It, it hurts. Um, yes. We want to cling to that. But yes. the more you keep that vision of what you're determined to create, that new life for you, that new identity, that new purpose, right. if you're holding that right yes. in the forefront, it makes it I don't want to say it makes it easier because you're still going through it but like you right. know it's for a reason yes um and you learn so many lessons through that um and, and I, you know I think I think it should be noted too that most people worry about letting go but sometimes holding on can be the worst thing for you um People are afraid to let go because of family or because of blood or whatever. Some say blood is thicker than water, but I'm sorry, it's not. Um, unfortunately, the closest people to you can be the most toxic and, and damaging people around you. Um, and unfortunately, that happens to usually be your family. Um, and don't be afraid to cut them off. They don't deserve to be in your life if they're going to abuse you or cut you down or belittle you in some way. 
you don't deserve that regardless of who it is. Um, uh, I have literally no family. <laughs> I have my husband and my son. That's it. My mother, my father, my sister, everybody considering they're not under the ground, but they're dead to me. And they have been for a very long time. And I've come to terms with that. I've mourned the death of people that aren't even dead, but they're dead to me. So sometimes we have to do that. And it's called self-preservation. What do you have to do, which is best for you, regardless of how it affects anybody else? That's not the way this works. You can give love and understanding to other people without damaging yourself. And once that starts to damage you, you've got to let go because it's their karma, not yours. And you don't want to be a part of that, you know? What lessons have you learned as an entrepreneur? Huh. <laughs> We're going to switch gears. Okay, then. Well, there are many lessons as an entrepreneur. Um, one is you've got to have some tenacity because you can't give up. You just can't. The, it, I have done so many things. My husband will probably, he could probably even name more than me because my memory isn't the greatest. Um, but I've, I've done so many network marketing things and, you know, this product and that product and electric and you name it. I've probably done it. I've had all kinds of businesses. I've done food prep and I've done candy and baking and I've done candles and everything, just everything. And you have to find a way to balance income with happiness. So um, I think if you can do this, my one simple piece of advice, find a problem or a need and solve it. Quite simply. If you can't do that, then obviously you're going to have to do like what everybody else is doing. See, you can go into a niche, is that the word? Mm -hmm. Market. Like say um, you want to be a baker. Okay, you're going to go do cakes, right? How many bakers are out there? Oh, a lot. Right? There's, there's millions of them. So do you really want to get in? Not to say that the hobby isn't great. Make it as a hobby. Have a lot of different hobbies and go into millions of different things, but find a need that somebody needs, a, a specific problem and solve it. And that will solve all your problems once you solve everybody else. So that's one thing that I have learned as an entrepreneur is if you can find somebody else's problem and solve them, you basically solve your own at the same point. You know? And I would take that a, a little further and say, find a problem that you're passionate yes, about solving. Absolutely. You know, absolutely. It, you can, because you're going to turn your experiences yep. and your knowledge into gold. Mm -hmm. um, and so don't discount that. Make sure. And I think as an entrepreneur, I would agree, like, you got to find the problem to, and like work through the answer. Yes. But it's going to be that passion that yep. you have for that solution and yes. that vision of, of how it's going to help people's lives yes. that is going to carry you through those dark times. Because being an entrepreneur, who it's not you, easy. You get sleepy uh, and tired and exhausted and burnt out yes. and angry. And like some days you're happy and the next you're crying because you're like, why did I do this to myself? Right. <laughs> exactly. exactly. It's a, it's a roller coaster. Um, but, but you know, it's quite rewarding in the, in the sense that it allows you the freedom to be able to do the things that you want to do. Um, but, you know, on, on the same token, you're the one doing all the work. Monday through Friday, it never stops. It's not like you clock in and clock out. 
no, 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 no. It's from the time I wake up, I'm, I'm, you know, working with people like you doing interviews and podcasts and I'm doing stickers and labels and trying to figure out new, new products and doing vendor events and all of these different things. And I'm being pulled in 10 million different directions, but you know what, quite honestly, I wouldn't have it any other way. It makes me so happy. And, and I really enjoy what I'm doing. And I think that that always conveys um, through my message through when I'm speaking. So I think once people can feel that and they feel that sincerity, that's all you really need anyway, is to, to make sure that people actually understand where you're coming from, why you're doing what you're doing. And if they can connect with it, nine times out of 10, they're going to want to be a part of it, you know? Absolutely. Absolutely. Where can we find you? Where can we get your products? Which the lotion's amazing, guys. Um, Jen helped me out with, I have knee pain, um, it really was very effective. It is very effective. Um, smells great, lasts. Um, I think I messaged her within minutes of putting it on and was like, whoa, yeah. I was floored. So I can speak for my personal experience. Um, of course, you know, as we've said, obviously there's a place for doctors yes, uh, and pra 100%. medical practitioners. So always Absolutely. check with your medical practitioner if you have questions. Um, right. And of course, to, you know, any condition that you're going through, um, seek that help from a, a medical provider. Um, right. I know from my experience, though, that lotion was super effective. Um, thank very much. So thank you. Where can people find you and where can they get your products? Well, they can find me on Facebook. Um, my name is Jennifer Smith and they can find it's Jennifer Smith parentheses unique. Um, I'm probably at the top if you look for Jennifer Smith. Um, and they can go on my website, uniquelymeetllc.com for all my products. They can find me on TikTok and Twitter under the same Jennifer Smith or Unique Unicorn is 90% of everything that I do. So if they just look for Unique Unicorn, they'll find me. Um, but I believe you're going to put all those links for them, correct? Yes. That, that'll be good. But they can find me there. And if they want to speak to me or they want to come to me or they have a suggestion or a question or whatever, please reach out because I am not going to sit by and let you suffer. I'd be more than happy to take as much time as it needs to help anybody find any solution possible. If I don't have the answer, I will find it. I'm, I'm pretty resourceful that way. And she's determined, guys. So um, I, I won't call you stubborn, but resourceful and determined yes. are definitely <laughs> extremely stubborn and very determined. That's I'll, I'll leave uh, stubborn for your husband to call you. <laughs> um, Jen, thank you so much for being on the show. Thank you for everything that you're doing um, to encourage and inspire people. Um, really, really appreciate everything that you're doing. And we you're wish you the welcome. best of luck. Thank you, Elizabeth. Thank you so very much. I hope you have an amazing day. You too, guys. We're going to wrap up like we do every episode. Remember, you are never stuck. You are never lost. And you are never, ever alone. At yes. any given moment, you can use your power to pivot, make a new choice, and start again. And I will see everybody on the next episode. Make sure to check out Jen online. We'll make sure we have links in the show notes. Take care, everybody. Thank you.